0: back to another episode on the Christians podcast. I'm your host Chantal Christians and it's so good to be back with you guys. We're gonna call this episode um, Coffee and Jesus time and I am busy reading the Bible and I thought I was just asking God some difficult questions and I thought, Let me bring these questions to you guys. And this episode is especially for my Christian friends or Christian family or Christian acquaintances. It's for the Christians. If you say you are a Christian, I would encourage you to listen to this episode. So I want to read us a text from 1 John chapter 1 from verse five i'll read no i'll read from verse verse six i'll read from verse six so first john sorry first john one verse six and it says if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness we lie and do not practice the truth but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of jesus christ his son cleanses us from all sin if we say that we have no sin we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us verse 9 if we confess our sins He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Okay? He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all, not just some, but all unrighteousness. If we say, That we have not sinned. We make him a liar. And his word is not in us. And then it goes over to chapter 2. And it says, my little children. These things are right to you. So that you may not sin. And if anyone sins. If anyone sins. We have an advocate with the father jesus christ the righteous and he himself is the propitiation for our sins that word the propitiation means sacrifice he's the sacrifice for our sins and not for ours only but also for the whole world i remember when i um got my abortion i don't know if you guys heard that but that testimony is on shaman sholumbu's youtube channel i can link i can put the link in the description box i felt so much guilt and condemnation because it literally just happened within the same year that i got saved and i don't know how many of you can testify that like when you come to christ as a born again believer, like that process is just messy. It's like you're living the world. It's so it's like you're leaving the world and you're coming into into the light. You're living darkness and you're coming into the light. Um so there's a lot of stuff that is coming to the surface. Um and there's a lot of things that needs to be dealt with. Um and I had so much guilt and condemnation when when i got when i did my abortion and i went through my healing process with the lord you know god is so gracious um i got through my healing process with the lord and everything and he has set me free from from guilt and condemnation and I think as a as a Christian and I wanna say as a born-again Christian because honestly I'll come back to that. But I had to come to the realization that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. You know, just like the book of Romans says, um, that even if we sin, um, you know, it doesn't matter how many times you fall. The righteous man may fall seven times, but he gets up at the eighth time, you know, and we're not doing it in our own strength. Um, I thought I always had this perception, and it just goes to show, guys, I grew up in a Christian home, but it really the more I'm growing with with the Lord, the more I'm starting to realize that I had the wrong perception of God of Jesus of the Holy Spirit, of salvation, of the born-again life, the born-again experience. Um, I thought that once I become born again, that everything is going to be honky dory and there's going to be no struggles, and it's going to be rainbow, and sunshine, and that was literally the time when the Lord started to strip me. Okay? I mean, like, strip and just, like, remove all the ugly stuff. Okay? I got saved. Or I got, yeah. I it 2019? I think. 2020. I lost my job. Um, it's the abortion. It's the daddy issues that God is pointing out. Forgive your father. It's just... Everything happening all at the same time, friends from the world that are falling away um cutting soul ties, just a lot of things happening because now the Lord needs to cleanse you and I never realized if you guys read um first like the first chapter in the book of Jeremiah, you know God sent jeremiah to to uproot to cut down you know and to build and to plant but how many of you know before you can even build and plant you need to literally dug up the the lies of the enemy you need to where the foundation has been faulty or shaky or cracked you know what's underneath the foundation that's making it crack or that's making it become you know faulty or where the foundation cannot stand, you literally need to dug up those things and deal with it in order for the foundation to be built new, um, in order for rebuilding and replanting to actually take place. All of the ugly stuff needs to come to the surface. Um, So that is something (coughs) that i just want to point out that actually happens in in the born again life experience with god that there's a lot of cutting away um a lot of things are cut off and cut away from your life because also you know people that you thought oh this is my friend that i've known for how how many years um this is my cousin we're so close this is my who who. I'm sorry, but some of those people cannot go where the Lord is taking you. And that's just how it is. It's sad. It sucks. It hurts. But I'm telling you, it's going to be worth it. And, you know, God never just cuts people off from our lives and not give us um, better people that's going to stand in the gap. You know, Um 'Cause he's just gracious. He's he's our father. He cares about our he 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 cares about us. Um if he knows how important family is to you and it takes you away from your family, you know, to do his kingdom work, he's gonna bless you with a loving, God fearing kingdom family that's literally gonna feel like your own blood family. And that's literally how it's been for me. Like ever since I became born again, like I've been in, like, two major church communities, and both of these communities still feel like they're my family. Um, But, yeah, I want to ask, though, for my Christians, like, not the ones that are saved, that have the Holy Ghost. Because (laughs) I'm being challenged, or oh, not, I'm being challenged, but yeah, it almost feels like a challenge at this point. Where if somebody says that, "Oh yeah, I'm a Christian," and I look at their lives, and I'm like, I don't see any fruit. I like, I, I, I don't see you bearing any fruit um, that you actually have the Holy Spirit. So. I want you to said, if you say you're a Christian, you identify yourself as a Christian, I want to ask you, did you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? And it goes back to John. You can go read John 3. Go read John 3 about that. Did you say, Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, I repent from all my sins, from A, B, C, D, E, E, F, G, H, and I ask in your mercy that you forgive me, that you cleanse me of all my unrighteousness, from all my sins, and today I make you my Lord and my Savior. Um, do, second question, do you host the Holy Spirit, do you have communion with the holy spirit and this goes back to um i think it's is it first corinthians chapter six that says let me find that first guys i'm being spontaneous first corinthians chapter six that says that the spirit of god you know dwells in our bodies and our bodies are the temple of god um yeah here it says So it's 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19, and it says, so let me read from verse 18. Verse 18, it says, flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Whom you have from God, and you are not your own. For you were bought at a price. That price is the blood of Jesus. It's literally Christ that was sacrificed for your sins. It continues, therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So, your body and your spirit it's God's it's not even your own so the second question I want you to ask yourself is do I have the Holy Spirit which is the Spirit of God in me or am I hosting other spirits which is not the Spirit of God demonic spirits I'm just going to be upfront, okay Spirit of anger Spirit of condemnation Spirit of jealousy pride um idolatry um idolatry of marriage idolatry of Having children. um, Jezebel spirits. um, Witchcraft. Practicing. Demonic. Paganistic rituals. That does not honor God. Because I'm telling you. There are people that say. I'm a Christian. But they still practice witchcraft. And I'm just like. How dare you. The truth of God is not in you. Because how can you practice witchcraft and you say you're a christian you don't have the truth of god in you i'm telling you straight up you don't have the holy spirit in you because god would have delivered you from that thing long ago and you have to choose who you want to serve you know you can't be with one foot in the world. Or oh, one foot in darkness, one foot in the light. You know, you can't be a lukewarm. God says he will spit you out. So you got to make a choice, you know, because light doesn't deal with it, Light has no dealings with darkness. Darkness has no dealings with light. You know, you don't want to mix the good seed with the bad seed. So you need to make a choice. So that's the second question. Do I host the Holy Spirit? Because question number three, depending on, what question, on how you answered, question two, The third question I want to ask is, do I have fellowship and communion with the Holy Spirit? If you say, yes, I'm born again. Yes, I have the Holy Spirit. Then I want to ask you, do you commune with the Holy Spirit? Do you have fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Do you speak to the Holy Spirit? Do you involve the Holy Spirit? Do you allow the Holy Spirit to take over your words and over your relationships and over the areas of your life, every area of your life, because I think as as Christians especially we 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 like to pray about things, and we would let me make an example we would say, God, you can be in charge of finances, you can be in charge of my family um but my relationships. My friendships, my drinking party life. Uh, eh, I don't think I can trust you with that. I just, I'm just going to leave that on the side. The rest you can handle, but let me handle this, you know. And I think for some part, we still want to play God in our lives. (laughs) And I want you to understand when you come into relationship with the Lord, um, your life is not your own. You're literally a child. you you are a child. God sees you as his daughter, as his son. Your life is not your own. You're not your own God. And I'm telling you, even for somebody like me that is born again, that has a relationship with the Holy Spirit, um, there are still some, 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 some situations or some people or some relationships that i didn't even know i was trying to play god where i have to go back and have to say lord i repent for even trying to play god or the moment i the holy spirit starts to point out to me you're trying to be in control of a specific situation i have to immediately repent and say god i i cast this thing into your hands i'm leaving it here i'm not god you are god i repent i'm just a child i trust you please take over and eventually becomes so much easier because now my father is dealing with the issue and it's not me because I'm just a child. Children are not supposed to be carrying burdens because, hello, you have parents. And it's the same how it is with the Lord. Um, so as a Christian, I'm really encouraging my Christian friends to sit down and evaluate their lives, to really think and say even muslim had to come up to me and ask me why are you a christian you know the apostle peter in his in his epistle says that we should be ready to defend our faith we should be ready to defend the hope that we believe in which you be able to defend and say it's because of a b c and d that i identify myself as a christian you know um You don't want an evil spirit to come to you and you don't have the word of God in you. But you say you are Christian. You don't want when the storms of life come and they hit your house, your house just falls over like this. Because your house was not built on the rock. The rock being Christ Jesus. This is a parable. You can read about it in the New Testament. The parable about the house that was built on the rock and the house that was built on the rock on the ground so i really just this i think this episode is i'm trying to keep it very short so i'm a, i'm a round up this episode now but i want you guys to really just sit and start to evaluate your life and see how have i been living and i also want you guys to understand that you know if you have the holy spirit and no one is perfect no one is perfect literally like no one is perfect that's why we need jesus that's why we need jesus that's why we need the holy spirit because no one is perfect okay we have been born into a fallen world our first parents adam and eve sinned we've been born into sin you know there's always going to be sin even it doesn't matter how saved you are it doesn't matter how long you've been walking with the lord there's always going to be sin. That's why we need Jesus. That's why we need fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Um, But if you are born again and you probably fell away from the faith or you went a bit off the road, you know, I would still encourage you to sit and evaluate your life and see how have I been living my life? Just a short story because now I'm thinking about the story. Thank you, Lord. I remember um I was in this relationship for I don't know maybe over a year, 2 years or something was really like a first love and the guy came and he said so yeah um I'm born again and we have to break up <laughs> and I knew like when somebody tells me like I'm a born again believer like I knew a little bit like what it means Um, but at that time I was literally I don't want to even say I was a Christian because honestly I was laying low spreading it wide drinking smoking partying having sex swearing cussing lying stealing gossiping it, okay It I was a mess I was a mess I was a mess and this guy comes and he says I'm a born again believer we can't sleep together anymore we you can't sleep over at my house we have to break up da 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 I was heartbroken and that's the thing baby if you have um a covenant with the enemy or if you gave the enemy a foothold into your life he's gonna he's gonna run rampant you know and I remember I was so heartbroken. I went out clubbing the next day um, and I slept with another guy out of sadness and sorrow and brokenness. And I was just a mess. I look back at my life and I'm like, Jesus, it is just your blood that saved me. So I don't want you guys to ever look at my life and say, oh, Chantal has it all figured out. Because I'm telling you, I know what it feels like to be in the world and living in the world and now I know what it feels like and I can testify and it makes me emotional because now I can testify and say how it feels like doing life with Christ. It's so much easier and you don't have to pretend. (laughs) You don't have to pretend. You don't have to pretend to be perfect and have your life figured out. You're walking with Jesus. You don't have to pretend that you don't sin. I don't want you guys to ever think that. But anyways, I was I was in this relationship. And even though the guy said, yeah, I'm a born-again believer now, tra-la-la, ABC, we would still have sex, do things that pe- married people do. We would still do it, okay? And I always felt so guilty. And this is somebody that... We would literally be shaking it up the whole weekend. Sunday morning, he's going to church. He's ushering in the church and whatever. And I always felt so guilty because I felt like I was... What's the word? Um, pers- not Um Almost like persuading, seducing God's son. And I'm like taking him like away from God and like I'm leading him into the sin um although he was guilty as well because he's a he's a grown man like he can make his own choices also um and i think so much of what also helped me was my mom was a born again believer um and she wasn't the perfect she wasn't a perfect person just like i said no one is perfect um but i think so much of my mom's prayers you know mothers pray for their children helped me that the lord really snatched me out of that pit okay um there was this one year that i thought you know what let me buy myself a bible and i slowly started to read the bible um and i slowly started to go to youth um but i was still in sin i was still living outside of christ and i would always go to youth and i felt so dirty i felt like everybody in this church is so perfect, they are without sin. I'm dirty. I what am I even doing here? But I still went to church. Like I literally I still went to youth. And I was still having sex, drinking, smoking, doing all that I all that you do in the world I was doing. And um I I started to I remember first Corinthians six eighteen was pasted on my closet because i i knew like having sex outside of marriage is wrong now i'm coming into the realization that this is a sin this is like a big sin like i'm literally forming a soul tie with this person um but whenever this guy will text me it's like i forget first corinthians 6 18 that says flee from sexual immorality and i'm um, my i'm I'm jelly okay i'm in cloud nine but that's because um and this this reminds me now of the parable of the of the seeds you know where the soul went out and he was sowing the seeds and it's because my foundation was also not stable in christ that whatever whatever seed of god's word you know whenever the enemy brought that guy back or whenever storms would hit you know i couldn't really stand properly because my foundation was still very shaky um and i was outside of christ um and then i started to pray as much as a sinner i was and i was still having sex and doing all the things i started to pray and i was like jesus i need you to help me like and i told god i'm a human being and I can't get out of this relationship in my own strength. Like, I know it now. And I need you to help me. And eventually, my father came through, okay? Because how many of you know, if you cry out long enough, and if you're desperate, because I was desperate, okay? I was a loving instant, but I was desperate. I was like, Jesus, this person, I need you to remove him from my life, okay? Because otherwise it's always gonna be like this. we're always gonna live in lust and sin, and it happened eventually that he left the country, and that was literally an answered prayer um and I got saved, and yeah, then the real work began um but I go to say that no one is perfect, and it's. Just just like the book of Romans says that, you know, we've all fallen short of the grace of God. And it's not my works that saves me. It's not um, the amount of ministries that I'm in a church and the amount of work that I do in church that saves me. It's not praying to Mary that saves me. It's not praying to the saints that saves me. It's not praying to... I don't know whoever that saves me. It's literally by the blood of Jesus Christ. It's by grace through faith. And the blood of Jesus Christ that redeems me. That saves me. And that brings me into right standing with God. So I know I went a little bit off topic. But I don't know why. Like, I hope that story encouraged somebody. That it doesn't matter how deep in sin you are. God can snatch you out of it okay because I'm telling you if God has a calling upon your life if he has appointed you for something for a certain assignment he's going to snatch you out of it and I remember that person leaving, leaving the country and I started you know going through my process of healing with the Lord um, and I came to the realization that I was cheating on god i was committing spiritual adultery with this guy wasn't even my husband he wasn't my husband in the spirit i was committing adultery i was sinning against god using my body with this man and even in christ my life has not been perfect i'm telling you it's literally the holy spirit (laughs) That has helped me and Jesus and Jesus because where would I be? Where would I be uh, without Jesus? So yes, I hope you guys can sit and just answer these three questions that I I asked um, and just do some introspective. You know, the year is almost coming to an end and I don't want you guys to start 2024 and you still go in with the same mindset. Ooh, friendships, friendships. I don't know if friendships is something that maybe I should make a an episode about that. But going in to the new year with the same friendship groups and praying the same prayers, praying the same prayers, okay? Praying the our father every night praying the um, um merry prayer every night and you don't see changes in your life happening you're just like god what's happening i'm praying i'm seeking you it's like baby you gotta make some changes in your life you gotta sit down and do some introspective do some soul searching um so i hope this episode encourages you to sit down and do some soul searching and see what are the people that i have been associating myself with um, you know, there's so many there's so many different directions that I can go with this episode, but I don't want to make it too long. Maybe I can make a different episode about that, um, about friendships. Because I also had an episode about the power of association with Tony. So maybe you guys can go back and go listen to that episode as well. But before you start the year 2024, sit down and really do some soul searching and see how has my, my life and my year been as a whole um, this year, I've been, I've been at the point where I was drinking and partying every day and still going to work, okay, every day, I went to party, every day, okay, and I was living with my cousins, and there would be times in the middle of the night during the week that I would still come back home and they have to open up the door for me and I'm drunk and I'm tipsy whatever you know I don't even sleep at home and I slept at some guy's place you know I've been there I've done it all and it's just through the mercies of God that I'm here today safe by grace literally safe by grace and today I can sit a weekend at home and my body doesn't itch if I don't go to the club if I don't drink if I don't smoke hookah if I'm don't chat with a man, if I'm not flirting with a man, if I'm not in a relationship, I don't itch, I don't itch, and it's, I think it's also having a very honest and open relationship with God really helps me, because I'm very, I'm like, you already know the thoughts that I'm thinking, you already know what's in my heart, so let me just say what I'm thinking, so just as open you would be to your parents, um, depending on what kind of relationship you have, sorry i'm very open to god i'm like i'm this is what i'm feeling this is what i'm thinking and i submit and i and i give those feelings and those thoughts to him and and he helps me he gives me strength he gives me grace and it really helps me to walk out my salvation um with fear and trembling just like the bible encourages us to do so so yeah i wish you guys uh Happy Saturday cuz today is Saturday. But regardless of when you listen to this episode, have a great day. Take care. Share this episode with somebody if you have not subscribed yet, please subscribe to to the podcast so that you get notified whenever I post a new episode and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye.